The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome, glad to have you with us. Give me some communication in the uh, chat box there. Uh, I need to know if you can hear me okay. Okay, fantastic. Valerie, I got a couple things I need to do on my end. So if you can, uh, you've already got your charts up. Guys, if you've been to a CFRN open house in the past, typically Michael runs the room and he uh, is putting on taking off trades, explaining the rules behind everything that we do. Today we're going to do things just a little bit differently. Uh, Valerie will start out here, just kind of talking you through the market the way she does. And then I'll pop in periodically and I'll show you my larger time frame chart, the 30 minute. And I'll talk to you about market structure and kind of get into part of our methodology that you don't typically see in the open house or the webinar. So these first opening minutes here, I'm going to ask Valerie to just run with it. Give me about 15, 20 minutes and then I'll probably towards top of the hour. I'll grab the mic back and I'll walk you through some of the larger time frame stuff. Got that, Valerie? <laughs> I got it. I'm ready. Beautiful. All right. Take it away. Okay. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, as you can see from my charts, I was uh, set up to follow uh, Dwayne uh, with his, after he went ahead and did a uh, an overview of the larger time frame. So one of the things that we want uh, to be able to share with you all is how, since the markets are fractal, how what we do on the smaller time frame here on the ES, on the four tick range, um, correlates to five minute, 30 minute, one minute, 15 minutes, whatever uh, time frame you might be uh, more familiar with. And so when you go to an open house and you watch Michael trading on the four tick range, everything is, is, is very fast. It's rules based, but it is the foundation, the same thought processes that are used to determine when to take a trade can also be applied to those higher time frames. And today we hope to be able to connect some of those dots for you all who are familiar uh, with us. That's why you were invited, uh, because you're familiar with our our company, uh, our method. And, um, you know, maybe this is something that uh, is is kind of a missing missing piece. So the the charts that I have up, this workspace is what I use when I'm trading uh, trade the trade alerts. And I have left to right the 30 minute chart. I have the five minute, a five minute chart here in the middle. And then the four tick range chart on the uh, far right hand side. So just by way of overview, I am only going to take trades in the direction of the 30 minute chart. Is that going to limit the number of trades I may take 
during the 9.30 to 11.30 timeframe that Michael is running the live training room? Yes, but that's okay. That is what I have determined for my trading plan and is something that our all of our traders are, you know, urged to determine for themselves as well. Michael's purpose in the live training room is to is repetition. It's 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 as much teaching how to trade our methods as it is getting in and out of trades and making his goal for the day and making uh, making a profit in his account. Okay, so what he needs to do is be able to get in and out and manage as many trades as possible during that time frame so that we as partners can learn that. It becomes second nature to us. We see different conditions in the market. Uh, as time goes on, it adds to our knowledge base, makes our decision making when we're away from the live training room and training uh, in our own accounts that second nature, that muscle memory. We hear those things. I, I teased Michael when uh, when I first talked to him, I hear him in my in my mind. You know, he I think that's kind of dangerous. But the phrases that he uses over and over again is exactly what goes through my mind. When I first became a partner with CFRN, I said those things, I wrote them down. You know, I'm, I tend to be, you know, kind of kinesthetic and visual. So I like to write it, I like to see it. And then I started, I would say those things out loud. Step one, do we, do we have a trend? Step two, here's my bearish or bullish cross. Step three, is price pulling away or pulling back? Step four, do I have an up close, you know, enter? So that process just keeps playing in my, in my mind over uh, and over again. So this is what this is what I use for the trade alerts. I'm going to go ahead and change uh, workspaces so that I'm going to do, uh, do the training room training room view. It'll take a second here to populate. Okay, I need to we roll gold. So that's why that doesn't, that's why that looks weird. Okay, there we go. Uh, my morning, um, my weekly trading zones are on there. Let me take a look here at the questions. Uh, good morning, everybody. Okay, Michael is not sick again. Um, he is running the uh, live training room. Thank you, Bert. He's running the, the uh, live training room as normal. Uh, Dwayne wanted us to uh, give you an opportunity to see the smaller time frames and how they tie into the longer time frames, and maybe fill in some of the missing pieces uh, for those of you who have joined us for open houses and webinars and in the past, and maybe you know, even our partners that are not active in the live training room are not active in training right now. So uh, that's the purpose uh, that we have set up here today. 
important. We'll see, you know, we look forward to your feedback ultimately, um, if that's something that you find um, find useful. Can't find my mouse, there it is. Okay, all right, so here we go. Let's take a look across the markets, left to right, gold, crude, and ES. I see my, <laughs> I see hiding back there's my Dow. Oh, no, it's the euro. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, uh, discount that. Michael removed the, the uh, euro a couple weeks ago. Um, just hasn't, hadn't been given a lot of uh, trade setups. So first thing I do, I mean, obviously we're past the news that's come out uh, for today. We have a trend here on the uh, on the gold. And you can see here, this was a really nice YBR trade. And this is a great trade uh, that Michael has not focused on in the live training room, but in his individual uh, mentoring sessions is suggesting for our new traders. It has only three steps. So what we do, uh, and I'll just use this on the longer time frame, the YBR really is what sets the trend here on this YBR trade. So we can see that price is below the YBR. So we're thinking that's it. That's telling us the trend is to the downside. It is short. You can see here the bullish, the bearish cross, excuse me, happened right here. And then once price pierced the YBR, it popped up and headed down. So one, we have the downtrend. Two, we have red on the YBR line, on the YBR indicator right here. And then we go down here into the slingshot and we're looking for bearish separation. So we're looking for the green line to be above the cycle, which is the red and blue line. Right? When we have those three pieces, okay, the, uh, the trend, the color, and the close, we go short. So this, this candle closed at 64.9. You could have entered uh, there at 64.9 or 64.8 if you were proactive and put a uh, sell stop in the market and boom, there, there was your uh, goal for the day on that, that first trade. Okay, so obviously gold is continuing, uh, continuing down, we'll come back to that. Uh, here on the crude, same thing. Okay, so we have the change, so we have a downtrend, we have the red color on the YBR, we have a down close, we have bearish separation in the slingshot, entry here at the close, 52.99 or 52.98, goal for the day. Okay, um, well, I'm gonna go ahead for this particular for this particular uh, trade, uh, we did that wrong. 
for that particular tray, we, we don't need the support and resistance dots. So I'm gonna go ahead and remove those. Okay, and to be honest with you, we don't even need the CFRN uh, indicators here on price, right? All we need is the YBR price and the uh, slingshot. Okay, over here you can see on the ES, a lot of the morning uh, from the open uh, to now has been pretty much sideways action. And uh, now it looks like we may be uh, getting a, um, a move to the upside. So, we had an entry there on, uh, on the gold. Okay, so step one, we had a trend. We had higher highs and higher lows. Step two, we have a bullish cross, price pulls away, price pulls back. And because this candle did not touch the BBC here, the green line on price, we had to draw the trend line. The candle closed above the trend line. We go long with bullish separation in the slingshot, which is where the green line is below the cycle. This is a bullish configuration. Okay, so here we have blue on the YBR, bullish separation in the slingshot, and an opportunity to uh, to put profit. Uh, you may not have gotten the goal on this one, um, but a chance to go long. And on this one, the second one, we have the cycle here in the slingshot starts to go down uh, pretty steep. So we would have likely stayed out of that YBR trade. So we're going to apply some of the same rules for the YBR trade for the cycle. When the cycle gets steep, that is going to keep us out of trades um, here on the with the YBR. You can see it moved up, we've got a higher high, so that was not an issue. Right, but it is a um, it is a way to determine whether or not we're going to take these trades. Crude is going sideways. You can see the ES is just bouncing all over the place. I need to open. Um, I need to open some DOMs here on DT Pro. So simple. Uh, you click on the DOM symbol and. Uh, mine open up on my on the second on my second monitor. There's my crude. Uh, Casey, that's that's what we hear uh, for newer traders. So you know this morning um, we want to focus on pulling these different time frames together as well as. Uh, I just want to focus on on YBR trades. The downside to that is um, they don't happen necessarily as often. So you know we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I could look at the the ES. If we get an up close here, forty eight um, 
4875 uh, would have been a place you could have gotten long. I mean, price is moving really fast. Let me put my DOMs in the in the order that they should be. Sorry guys, like I I said I was expect I wasn't expecting to do anything until after after ten, so I didn't have this all set up. So what do you what kind of questions do you all have uh as it relates to uh, what Michael um does in the morning? Is there anything specific? You know, I know that, you know, he is really amazing in his ability to be able to watch three markets, enter them on the time on the on the DOM. Okay, so here on the ES, uh, I'll wait for you guys to uh, Michael's fine. Uh, Joe, uh, Dwayne wanted to just give a different look, try to tie the four tick range into what we do on a longer time frame, so that folks have a better idea of what we're doing. Okay, this would have been break even. Okay, so blue on the YBR. So we have the color, we have the up close, we have a bullish separation here um, that would have been a, a break even. We handle the YBR trades the same way that we do the bounce off the BBC and the trend line trades. After four ticks in profit, you move your stop to break even. Each of these are going to have an eight tick, uh, eight tick stop. Yes, absolutely, Renzo. You can you can trade uh, longer time frames. Four tick is too is too fast. Uh, if you're using the rules based trading, the thing to remember is if you change to let's just say an uh, an eight tick chart, since I already have that set up, your stop loss has to be twice this. So the stop loss has to be sixteen ticks. Okay, so that's that's the key. If you increase your time frame, you also have to increase your risk. Okay, so two candles, which is a two times eight would be sixteen. Okay, thanks for asking. Okay, while we did that, okay, so we have red on the YBR, we have down close, bearish separation, profit. Okay, now we're watching the cycle is going up too steep. Okay, you can see we turned. It's not that it turned blue, but we saw the we start start to uh, to creep up there. Whipping around over here on gold. You can see the cycle 
we're likely to get a, a nice leg up here and, and a pullback. When I say break even, it means you enter, you exit where your entry was. So there is a cost to doing business. You do have commissions, you do have commissions there. Uh, if you would like, uh, you can always, instead of going to break even, you could uh, go to one tick in profit and that way you cover the cost of your uh, of your trade. That is purely an individual decision. You guys can see here on uh, gold, I'm sure Michael took this in the live training room. Um, it, it is definitely textbook. Okay, bounce off the BBC, beautiful angle here, blue cycle, angling up. Okay, and you can see that was, you know, 15, 15 ticks uh, profit available anyway. It's difficult at times to trade with along with Michael, so what's the best way to watch him do his trading? Um, how, in my opinion, and this is, you know, as a, uh, as a partner, obviously I am not, I don't trade four markets, well now even three at one time. So I would, I would either do one of two things. I would use the time in the live training room for just that for training and trade out do my actual live trading outside of the live training room or I would just pick a market and focus on that while he is trading. And okay, so two two ways to uh, to approach that. All right well I was looking over here at uh, I love the volatility today we it's been been kind of quiet. Okay, so waiting for something here on the YBR to set up. Okay, waiting for something here on gold. Okay. And now you guys can see why in the live training room, um, the focus is on the bounce off the BBC and the trend line trades. Is there a best time of day for each market? William, that's a great question. Um, you know, that would take, that would take some research. Obviously, the, uh, when crude opens at 9 a.m. Eastern, that's a good time to get involved in that. At 9.30, the U.S. retail markets open. That's a great uh, time. And Bert, uh, our broker at Daniel said this is the best time for for all markets. So it is. It's at 9:30 uh, to 11:30 uh, time frame, while the U.S. and the European markets uh, are all um, in action. Okay, here are lots of dings. Let me let me check the. Uh, Okay. 
All right. So in in the mornings, one of the things that is part should be part of uh, each of our morning routine. You should have a uh, morning trading routine, just like you, you know we have anything else. When you get started, you get up, you brush your teeth, you know, take a shower, all those kind of things. Uh, one of the things that that we need to do is to uh, check the news because as as traders we want to be we want to put ourselves in the best position possible to be successful and so you know, we want we don't want to trade the news we want to trade the reaction to the news and so we need to know when that's going to happen and these reports you know are things that come out generally starting at eight o'clock in the morning Eastern time and you know through 11 o'clock and these are market movers and to get back or to continue I guess long story longer uh, William is that um, these move the markets give us great opportunity and so that's also another reason why you know this is the best time to be trading um, this 930 uh, time frame 9 to 9 to noon maybe Eastern time Okay, but certainly 9.30 to 11.30 Eastern. Thanks for the question. And Bert, thank you for the uh, response there as well. Bert's here? He's, he's in the audience. Hey, Bert. Um, how you doing? Or, I guess, you know, background. Uh, yeah, these are real, this is real time. Who? Uh, absolutely. Okay, he's Casey, Dwayne, Dwayne is going to do that. Uh, let's see. What was Casey's question? By the way, guys, again, uh, <clears throat> I know I see some familiar faces. Some of you may already be CFRN partners. Some of you may have been to the open house before. And so on today, we're just going to go back and forth a little bit from the larger time frame to the smaller time frame so that you get a better idea of everything it is that we do. Uh, your question, Casey. Uh, can you quickly go through again how you determine the trend with your higher time frame charts? Uh, I'm going to go to the higher time higher time frame chart right now. Are you in the middle of anything, or I'll take the uh, I'll take the screen. No, this is a good time. Okie doke. So, do that. So guys, any questions you have? <clears throat> I see you've put a lot of questions in the chat box already, which is good. We encourage questions, put them in the box, and Valerie or I1 will answer them for you. Uh, the first thing I'll bring up, just to get things going, let me find it. Probably should have did this first, but bear with me a second. You may have heard or know about or maybe you even participate if you are already hang on a CFRN partner we have our round-the-clock alerts okay and that's just exactly what it sounds like around the clock we provide you with real-time alerts so that what you learn in the room you're able to practice in real time okay 
So far this week, which is week 130 of our Logic 247 service, we've issued 70 alerts, 12 never triggered. We had 58 actionable alerts, with which six got stopped out based on not risking more than $300 per contract per trade. So that's 10% of the actionable. On any given week, we'll average about 20% getting stopped out. I'm gonna to go to the daily chart first. This is where I recommend everybody start their trading session, whether you start at the opening bell. Now we go to work Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's when the Globex markets open. Most of our traders have their goal for Monday, Sunday night. This is the daily. Valerie, did you explain the different indicators and what they are, what we call them? Have you gone over that already? Uh, generally, not specifically. Okay. All right. So let me just touch on that real quick. Our strategy methodology is not heavily dependent upon indicators. This green line that you see, that's called the BBC. That just stands for bull bear cross. And when price crosses above it, let me back up and show you real clearly. When price crosses above this green line, that's bullish, hence the name bull bear cross. When price gets above that green line, we're bullish, we anticipate higher prices. When price gets below that green line, we're bearish, we anticipate lower prices. Bull bear cross, okay? The red and blue line, that's called the CFMA1, that's the technical term. <clears throat> I call it red and falling, blue and climbing. One is bearish or represents resistance, and the other is bullish, represents support. So when you're working with the larger time frame, those are really the only ones that I look at. The slingshot, that's designed more for the faster time frame. And so Valerie can talk to you more about that <clears throat> when she has the screen. Now, we've had an interesting dynamic in the markets over the last couple of days. The last time we had a red candle close below the BBC was October the 26th. Red candle, we were above, we closed below, and that led us to the low that we put in on October 30th. And it took one, two, three, four sessions to get back above the BBC. Now, we've stayed above it since. November the 4th, with the exception of what happened here in the last couple of days. Now you can see that on occasion, now these are each daily candles. Remember the session starts at 6 p.m. Eastern. Sunday night is an example. And the session ends Monday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern. There's an hour break and Monday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, that begins the Tuesday session. So today's session, this candle that you see for today, that started last night at 6 p.m. Eastern, beginning of the Friday session. So this candle here, the day we had the big sell-off, that was the first time we had closed below the BBC since November 4th. Now, along with having the live training room every day, 
We also do an afternoon broadcast from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern. And every day leading up to this high, in fact, on the show, and we archive all of those. We broadcast live, but we archive the shows at youtube.com slash CFRN. So if you go back and look at this day, January the 26th, or listen and watch that daily show, I talked about the fact that if this day closed as a doji, which it did, that we may, in fact, have in a high, a temporary high, for now. And that's exactly how it turned out. When the session opened that night, I drew this little line in the sand. It says long on the top, short on the bottom. And the instructions that I gave our traders that if we took out the low of this day, that would take us to the low of this day, which would take us to the BBC. Now, as you can see, pullbacks to the BBC, they hold more often than they don't. See all these pullbacks we had to the BBC? Even on the days we spiked it, we closed above it. So we knew it would be a big deal if we closed below the BBC on this day. We did. And the next area for support is the 24% Fibonacci retracement on the daily chart. Now, this is the 24% Fib of the last leg up from that bottom I just showed you to the new all-time historic intraday high. 24% Fib. We came down. We touched it and we bounced back up 30 points. That's what we expected. We knew that would be good support. Traders around the world look at a daily chart. You know, thousands, tens of thousands of traders know where the 24% FIB is. So we hit it. We bounced 30 points. We open the following evening. We come back down. We touch that 24% FIB again and bounced. And then once the bounce was underway yesterday, I said, all right, resistance overhead will either be the BBC, and if we can get through that, red and falling. And the swing high for that session, 3823.50, was exactly the price of red and falling during yesterday's session. Then it became a matter of do we close above or below the BBC? We closed again below the BBC yesterday. We opened last night. As you can see where price ran up right into the BBC, that was good resistance and it sent us back down and the low so far is 37.21 half, okay? So what you take from your daily chart, this is a high altitude look. You see things on the daily chart that you can't see on a smaller time frame, like a 30 minute, a five minute or the four tick range chart. So we know that important resistance is at the daily BBC, which is roughly 37.75. And important support is still at the 24% FIB and the low of this candle, which is 37.03. Okay. Anybody have any questions on this daily chart and the importance of it? If you put that in the chat box, I'll elaborate. Otherwise, we'll go to the 30-minute chart. Where did you start to get that FIB number? I'll show you how. In fact, I've got a cleaner version of this daily chart right here. And so 
shrink this up so we can see it all. Okay. <clears throat> this is where we were coming out of the pandemic low. Market was in transition here back to a bearish state or bullish state. And so from this low, this is the most obvious apparent swing low on the daily chart, the most recent swing low. Okay, from right there to the new all-time historic high. That gives us the 24% fib. And if anybody doesn't know how to draw the fibs, let me just draw them on here for you. My chart not responding as quickly as I'd like it to. I got a lot of things running on this computer. Let's see if it'll respond. There we go. Okay. Now this other line that you see, these are Fibonacci price extensions. That gives us an idea of where the market may find resistance overhead if we take out the all-time historic high. All right, so the Fib tool, you grab it here. Go to the most recent swing low. We're measuring just this last leg up. Let's do that again. Grab the Fib tool. Let me shut down my other charting platform. Maybe that'll open this thing up. All right, let's give that a whirl. Okay, from the low, right up to the all-time historic high put in just a couple days ago, right there, okay? There's the 24% FIB. Now you got to remember FIBs are an area. If you're just a little bit off on the low and a little bit off on the high, it doesn't matter because FIBs are an area. You can see that those daily candles, they spiked the 24 FIB by just a little bit. Now let me open this back up. Be a lot of volume pounding through the markets right now. Come on. All right, there we go. All right, how did that answer your question? You understand why that was the low? That's why. Okay, good. All right. So <clears throat> we've traded as low during this session. S372150. So you should write that number down. That's going to be an important number. 372150. Because the low of today's session is important now. If we take out the low of today, then this fib and these two previous daily lows will be important. If we get on the other side of the BBC and buyers are trying to run it up right now. That's what this wick's all about. <clears throat> I 
at one point this during the session this was just a huge red candle buyers have come in they've driven it up they can get on the other side of the bbc overhead resistance is going to be the step line and then red and falling so the buyers have their work cut out for them the biggest job right here where we're at right now is getting back above the bbc so let me shrink this this and let me go back to let me go now to a 30 minute chart okay we had an alert last night and i'll show that to you what what we teach you in the room in the mornings about our strategy our methodology how to use it how to read the chart how to read price how to read the indicators along with teaching you the strategy we give you these alerts so that you're able to trade along using your simulator and your demo account when you first become a member we don't want you trading real money if you do you're just going to end up blowing up another account and that's the last thing you want to do reason you're here is because you want to learn how to trade you're tired of blowing up accounts you'd like to become a consistently profitable trader uh, Ken asked, is a 38% FIB more popular than 24? Well, I don't know that there's any kind of popularity involved, Ken, but before price can get to the 38, it's got to first get through the 24. Okay, so last night's alert on the S&P. Was right here. ESH21. This was alert number 6,338. Sell 3758. Initial target 3756. The final trade to target on this alert is 3741/42. So these alerts come out with plenty of time for you to finish what you're doing, get to your computer. I want you to look at the chart, look at the alert. I want you to understand why the entry is where it is, why the target's where it is, where the, why the final target is where it is, because that's how you learn to trade. You can watch videos of people swimming, you know, every day for a year, but when you finally get in the pool, you're not gonna know how to swim. Doesn't matter how many videos you watch. The only way you're ever gonna learn how to trade is by trading. So that's why it's important when you become a member, when you get the charts, the indicators, you immediately start trading everything you learn in the room in your demo account. Doesn't matter if you mess up, screw up, get something wrong, nobody's monitoring you, nobody's keeping score. It's a place for you to learn how to trade. You take everything you learn in the room, combine that with the alerts and start trading because that's the only way you're gonna learn. So the entry for that trade was 37.58, which is right there. So the alert said to sell 37.58. 
And hopefully you'll see that the reason we wanted to sell 37.58, we had a leg down. This is how markets work, leg, retrace, leg, retrace. So we had a leg down, we had a retracement back up to the BBC. When we approached that from below, we expect it to be good resistance, just like it is. So we wanted to get below the support. See where each one of these candles came down. The bottom of that candle is where buyers came in and drove it up. So buyers made a stand for 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, two and a half hours. So we knew if that area breaks, that's going to be a good opportunity to get short. 37.58. Now, the initial target is 37.56. If your goal is to just take two points a day out of the market, you can do that with the alerts using just the initial target. The final trade to target is the weekly trading zone at 37.41 slash 42. And that's what this is right down here. These weekly trading zones, we've published them since December 14th of 2009. They go out to our traders every Monday morning at 6.15 a.m. Eastern. Once they're published, they're carved in stone. We don't change them the entire week. So on this initial drop, we dropped to 37.53.50. Now the initial target was 56. So this first 30 minute candle gave you an opportunity to pick up mm, four and a half points. Important prices, important areas are almost always tested. What does that mean? It means that once an alert triggers, there's a very high probability that it's going to trigger again. Here's a trade from yesterday to be long 37.95. And you'll notice what happened. Price ran up to 38.06 and a quarter. This was a nine point trade. And then price came back, got below the trigger. And this time from 37.95, it took you all the way up to 38.23. So almost a 30 point trade. At $50 a point, that's $1,500 per contract traded. Okay, back to this one. 37.58, get short. Initial targets, 37.56. The final trade to target is this zone at 37.41. So from 58 to 41, that's 17 S&P points at $50 a point. And I could probably do that in my head, but that would make my head hurt. So 17 times 50 is $850 per contract traded. So if you were a member and had access to the alerts, if you had simply traded this alert last night, $850 per contract traded. Now, when you start with us, as I said, we want you in the demo account until you put together 10 consecutive days in a row where you reach your goal, 10 trades or less. Only then should you think about going live. Once you go live, you go live with one contract and your goal is to increase your account balance by $2,000. Once you've done that, 
our 2420 blueprint will give you the green light to add a second contract using the profit you earned trading one contract. So this trade that's worth $850 with one contract, with two contracts, is now worth $1,700. The blueprint will always tell you when it's time to add the next contract, number three, number four, number five. But you only add one at a time and you only add with profit you earned in the market. Does anybody have any questions on this alert, on this chart, why the entry is where the entry is? Any questions at all? Daniel, the alerts are not a standalone service. Lifetime membership is five grand, $49.97. That's a one-time payment. We don't have any recurring monthly cost. We don't insult your intelligence by constantly coming up with new and clever things that you need to buy. Everything that's included is right here. You get the live training room every day. You get private one-on-one -on -one mentoring. You have unlimited access to one-on-one -on -one mentoring. You get 20 hours a week of training in the room every morning for two hours. You get two hours a day, five days, that's 10. And then we do the afternoon broadcast, which is another 10. Plus we do the workshop on Thursday night, which is two hours. So you get a total of 22 hours of group training <coughs> every week. It's a lifetime membership. No annual renewal fee, nothing. I know everybody else has an upsell. Every time you have a problem, the solution is always, oh, well, you need module so-and-so. If you had module so-and-so, that wouldn't have happened to you. So you got to peel out another 800, 900 bucks, 1,000 bucks, whatever the case is. I'm just letting you know, we don't do that. Once you become a member, it's lifetime. And so the alerts are included with the passport everything the indicators the around the clock alerts the 24 7 365 discussion group everything okay so let's go back to that chart okay uh daniel uh for you and for uh the other partners on the on the uh, webinar today that are already own our indicators there is a uh, one-time charge. It's not 5,000. There is an upgrade uh, yeah, if charge. You're, if you're already a member, okay, back when we just did the 90-day mentoring, if you joined when all we had was a 90-day mentoring, if you want to upgrade to the lifetime passport, as Valerie just said, we have a, a significant discount, ridiculously low. All right. So only three things happen at a weekly trading zone. The most likely thing to happen is consolidation. And that's what you see going on right here, okay? This is wide-ranging consolidation, but it's consolidation nonetheless. Now, this yellow line, that says zone from a previous week. This zone right here, the one at 3741-42, where my cursor is, that is this week's lowest weekly zone. So we expect price to be above that by close of business today. Over the last decade, there have been a few occasions where price closed below the lowest zone or above the highest zone, but it's rare. It's happened a handful of times. So we'll see how it plays out today. So you see how we consolidated here and we actually dropped to a previous weekly zone, turned on a dime, 
came back, consolidated some more, consolidated again, consolidated up here at this zone. Now, I said three things can happen. The most likely is consolidation. That's going to be about 70% of the time. The second most likely thing when price hits a zone is rejection. So on this 30-minute candle, price ran up to the zone and it was rejected because by the time the 30-minute candle closed, all that's left touching that zone is the wick. So first consolidation, second rejection, and then the third and least likely, but it happens in volatile markets, is the slice. That's where price slices through a zone like it's not even there. When that happens, as rare it is, but when it happens, price will typically run out of steam, and then it will retrace right back to the zone that it sliced through, just like it did here. See how it came back and touched it to the tick? It will then continue in the direction of the slice. And we had one right here, okay? See how this red candle sliced through the zone? And then what did the next candle do? It retraced right back up to the zone and then continued in the direction of the slice. Looking at a 30-minute chart, this trend line, which is still important, and this trend line started way back here. Let me show you. Before this big sell-off, we had connected that swing high to that swing high, to that swing high, to all these swing highs right here. I left the trend line on my chart even after we pulled away from it because I was pretty sure we'd come back and visit it again. Important prices, important areas, almost always tested. So we did come back and yesterday we got through it and we dropped below it yesterday afternoon and then we pulled right back up to it today and to the tick, that was resistance. So from where we sit right now, the obstacle in the path of buyers to take us higher, we gotta get above that trend line. We've gotta get above this previous swing high. That is good resistance until proven otherwise. So let me just draw that right there. Price needs to get above that and hold on a pullback. Now, there's another dynamic in play, too. You see right here, the crux of the apostrophe, right where this bearish cross took place. That is also potentially good resistance. And you'll see that play out over and over again and again. Let me see if I can move that down a tad. Yeah, I'm going to get it right, right there. So now here's the dilemma. If price can take out this resistance and this resistance, we've got a weekly zone overhead at 3788-89. So the, the earliest we could think about getting into this trade would be about 3784.
by 3784. Then the initial target In fact, let's do it this way. This will be alert number 6344. 6344 for the ES. And we're looking to buy 3784. Initial target. 37.86 and then the final trade to target will be the weekly trading zone overhead at 37.88 slash 37.89 okay so we've identified the resistant buyers are in control right now we're above the BBC when price is above the BBC we only look for long trades Prices below the BBC, we only look for short trades. So buyers are in control, but they're about, if they keep pushing, they're going to run into this resistance and this resistance. If they can overcome those obstacles, then we want to be long at 3786 and then the final trade to target be 3788 so a four-point trade okay what if buyers aren't able to overcome these obstacles now this a pop-up here that's from our discussion group we have Intel we use telegram for a lot of different things we use it for the alerts for the weekly trading zones uh, we have a discussion group where there's a few hundred people in there, traders who have learned our methodology and our strategy, and they're talking and sharing charts around the clock, 24-7, 365. If you're trading the London Open at 3 a.m. Eastern, and we have traders around the globe, if you have a question, an issue, which you need somebody to talk to, there's almost always <coughs> someone hanging out in the discussion group. Now, let me show you real quick what that looks like. So, guys are already in there talking this morning. Uh, there's charts that I posted from last night. If I keep scrolling, there's Stefan. He posted a chart of the 30-minute. Uh, this goes back over a year, I think close to two years. There's answers to so many questions in here. We should index it somehow, put it in a book, but you can spend the whole weekend. And if you're on a trial with us, you have access to this discussion group. You can come in, you can meet our traders, traders who've learned the exact same strategy that you can learn. You'll find people that have just started, people that have been with us a few weeks, a few months, and people who've been with us for years. Okay. And you can just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. We also have a channel called Breeze. That's where we go when we just want to shoot the breeze. If we want to talk about something other than trading, we have a place for that. Okay, so this candle is not doing such a good job of hitting these obstacles. So 
what do we do? Nothing we can do on the S&P right now. We have to wait for price to come back to the BBC, see if it finds support. Now, I said earlier, the pullback holds more often than it doesn't. Okay, if we go way over here, you can see how this pullback to the BBC held. And then once price got below the BBC, leg, we would trace to the BBC, it held. And then a big leg, and then a pullback, and it held. And then we pulled back again, and it held. And finally, on this candle, we got above the BBC. So that changed the dynamic. All the way, all, once we got below the BBC, we're looking for short trades. Above the BBC, we're looking for long trades. So we're back to looking for long trades. So price will either go up and attack these obstacles. It will fail or succeed. If it succeeds, then you've got an alert in the channel that you can trade in your demo account to practice everything that we've taught you, okay? If price fails and gets back below the BBC, we expect there to be support here, okay? When you pull up to a zone resistance, when you come down to a zone support. So if price got back below the BBC, we would have a small window of opportunity down here. We would want to see price get below the BBC, take out that swing low, and then we would have a trade roughly 37.44 down to the zone, which is 37.41 slash 42. So that would only be about a two-point trade, but hey, two points. You can make as much money as you want to make with two points by increasing the number of contracts in a methodical mat fashion in a methodical manner worst thing you could do is just immediately go live and start trading a lot of contracts some people tell me when i get together with them for the first one-on-one -on -one mentoring session well between me and you you know i've got x dollars in the bank set aside for trading so i don't think i really need to go through that whole process and my answer is always the same if you want to keep that money then you need to go through the process. Learn the strategy. Learn how to read the chart the way we teach you. And what we teach you today is the same thing we would have taught you a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. And it's the same thing we'll be teaching five years from now. Because our methodology and strategy, it's not complicated, it's not convoluted, and it certainly isn't expensive. It's based upon the underlying principle upon which the markets operate. You may have noticed the market's always right. Sometimes you might think, well, price can't go any higher, but it does. Well, price can't, it can't go any lower, but it does. The market's always right. So our strategy, rather than trying to outsmart, outfox, outdistance the market, which you can't do, our strategy mirrors the market. Our strategy helps you to see what the market's doing, and more importantly, why it's doing it. What's the objective? What are buyers and sellers trying to accomplish? And who's in control, buyers or sellers? We just identified. Buyers have the upper hand, even though we're printing a red candle. If price closes below the BBC, then sellers have taken control again. So this is the S&P. Now, everything I said about the S&P, 
is true for the Dow, the Russell, the NQ, gold, crude, silver. When we go from one market to the next, we don't change anything. Because the underlying principle upon how markets operate, that doesn't change. So you don't have to learn a million different things. Once you learn the indicators and the strategy, you're good to go. This is the Dow. So you'll see we pulled up to the BBC and it held and it held and it held. We got on the other side. We made this run right up to a zone where we found resistance. See, there was initial resistance here. That's the wick. We pulled back. So we consolidated on this 30 minute candle at the zone. And then we went right up to the next zone. Traders always ask me, could I just trade zone to zone? It's your trading business. You can absolutely trade zone to zone. In fact, when you look at a chart, you automatically know what's going on, who has control, and what they're trying to do. Right here, price consolidated at the weekly zone. We're above the BBC, so buyers are in control. So you instinctively know that price is trying to get to the next zone overhead. Price is always trying to get to a zone. Because we're above the BBC, it's trying to get to the zone overhead, which it did. This went from 30,185 to 30,645. Uh, I'm not going to stop to do the math, but this is about a $2,000 per contract move right here from zone to zone. It's 500 points roughly at $5 a point. S&P pays 50, the Dow pays 5. So 50 times 5 is $2,500 per contract traded. And then, okay, when price finds resistance at this zone and consolidates, drops to the next zone, and it drops here. But you can't just assume we're going to the zone below yet. You got to wait for price to close below the BBC. Once price closes below the BBC, now you can just instantaneously look at the chart and instinctively know, huh, price trying to get to the zone below. So you can wait for an alert if you're new, but once you've learned our methodology and strategy and how to read this, you can just get short. Okay. See this little pullback right here to the BBC. You didn't need much of a stop at all. And you would enjoy the ride all the way down to the weekly zone where the market found good support. So let's say you entered here. You waited for this red candle because you want to be conservative. So 30,390 down to 30,190. That's 200 Dow points at $5 a point. That's $1,000 per contract traded. If you've earned the right to trade two contracts, it's two grand. Okay. But again, please, if you become a member, don't start trading live with a lot of contracts. I, I don't care how much trading experience you have. The potential reward here is so great. You owe it to yourself to be patient, exercise self-discipline, learn the method, learn the strategy, put together those 10 consecutive days in a row. And when you do that, go live with one contract, then focus on increasing your account balance to $2,000. And then the blueprint will give you the green light to add a second contract. 
Blueprint will notify you when it's time to add number three, number four, number five. Now, if you don't have profit to add the contract with when the Blueprint says it's time, don't do it. Book a one-on-one -on -one mentoring session. Either myself or Michael will go through, or Valerie will go through your trades with you, help you understand why you don't have the profit available to add the next contract. Trading's a lonely business. It's rare that you find someone who speaks your language. Here, you can find a home, you can find a family, people. We all speak the same language because we all trade the same method, the same strategy using the same indicators. Right now, <clears throat> we've got red and falling. Price is slightly above the BBC. So the next High probability move <clears throat> is for price to get below the BBC because sellers are really pressuring this thing. We have a window of opportunity right here. Okay. So we need to take out the low of that candle. So we could get in at roughly, oh, 3230 and trade it down to the zone at 3190. That's 40 points at $5 a point, $200 per contract traded. In fact, let's do this. And then I'm going to turn the charts back over to Valerie. And I'm going to go through the questions because I want to make sure that everybody who has questions today, it's important to us that you get your questions answered. So this will be alert number 6345. Now, our goal is not to just give you alerts so that you can trade and make a bunch of money. Our goal, the reason we want you to go through the process of you get the alert, you go to the chart, you identify the setup, and then you trade it in SIM. Our goal is to teach you to find these opportunities yourself <clears throat> so that ultimately you don't need us. It's lifetime membership, so you're always welcome. And most of our traders, once they get it, they still hang around because they like having people who, in their life, who speak their language. Okay. So on the Dow, we'd be interested in selling. If price can get below the BBC, take out this low. Uh, let's go 3225. 3225. Initial target. 3-0-2-0. Five, 20 points, $5 a point. Initial target, $100 per contract traded. And then the final trade to target on this will be the zone at 3185 slash 3190. Okay. Does everybody understand? Anybody got any questions on that? I'm going to turn the charts back over to Valerie here for a few minutes. Let me look at one more thing, Valerie, and then. We'll pass them back out to you. Okay. Let me scroll down. Okay. Real quick, uh, let's peek at crude oil. I know a lot of people like to trade crude. 
All right, crude is in pullback mode, right? <clears throat> we just hit a weekly trading zone. And what do we expect when we pull up to a zone? Resistance. And that's what we got. So we won't trade counter trend. All of the alerts that I put in the channel are always trend trades as defined on a 30-minute chart. So we'll be patient. We'll let price pull back to the BBC. We expect it to be good support. And then I will put an alert in the channel. Trading back up to the zone. If on this pullback, the BBC doesn't hold and price gets below the BBC, then we'll have a window of opportunity to trade on the short side. It's a beautiful thing about futures. Number one, they trade around the clock from Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern to Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern. You can be long, you can be short in the same session. There's no uptick rules. You don't have to worry about Robin Hood uh, halting trading uh, because you're short the market. Okay. So no matter what happens here, we're going to have a trade in crude. We just got to wait for the pullback to complete. We have to see if the pullback's going to hold. <clears throat> you see the pull up here held and it held and it held. And finally, it has to not hold at some point. Otherwise, you'd have a stagnant sideways market. So we get a leg. We pull back. Even though we spike it, it held because we closed back above it. And then we had a beautiful little trade right up to the zone where we expect good resistance. So that's, let's look at gold. We've rolled forward to the J contract. Okay, similar thing happening in gold, except the pullback, we're already there. Okay. So we don't have a trade yet. We've got 13 minutes left in the life of this 30 minute candle. If it holds, I'll publish an alert in the channel to trade back up to the weekly zone. If we close below the BBC, I'll publish an alert in the channel. It takes us down to this zone. So either way, we're going to have a trade in gold. We just have to be patient and let the trade develop. I don't do any counter trend trades. Now, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with counter trend trades. They're not illegal, immoral, or fattening. But they don't have the same degree of high probability that a trend trade does. We don't want to risk more than $300 per contract per trade on any alert. We use market structure to set our stop loss. And so the first time you and I have a one-on-one -on -one mentoring session, I will teach you our very simple three-step methodology. I know that a lot of places use a fixed number or a percentage of the ATR. Uh, we don't. We actually use the structure of the market at the time of trigger and the only criteria is we don't want to risk more than $300 per contract per trade. And if the chart tells us that we have to risk more than that, then we just trade another market or we wait for the second trigger. Because remember, once a trade triggers, there's a greater probability of it trading multiple times than not. Sometimes we see two, three, four, five, even six trades off one alert. Okay, uh, Valerie, so based on what I'm showing here on gold, when you take the charts, 
We're not ready for the long trade yet. We've got to consolidate here. I was looking for a market that might be setting up just right. Uh, the NQ is pinched between the BBC and a weekly zone. If we get above, if we close above the weekly zone, we've got potential resistance right there. So I'll continue to watch the charts in the larger time frame, Valerie. And as I see something setting up, I'll point you at it. But if you'd be so kind as to take the charts now and just start walking the guys through some trade setups as you were doing before. Okay. Now, Valerie, by the way, guys, for those who don't know her, uh, Valerie was a student a couple years ago, and I saw in her uh, some real talents and real abilities. She had an interest in becoming more than just a student, and she's been working in an administrative capacity, teaching, training, uh, She's kind of the glue that holds us together these days. I, I've become so dependent on her. I don't know how we would run this thing anymore without her. So if I've made you blush, I've succeeded. She does a <laughs> great job, guys. Yeah, you guys really are getting a treat to be able to listen to her and watch her call these markets. You hear the confidence in her voice. She knows what she's doing, what she's talking about. And remember, two years ago, she was in your chair trying to learn how to trade. All yours, Val. Okay, thanks. You guys should be seeing my screen. Let me check. Okay. Uh, so while Dwayne was uh, talking and he put that ES alert out, um, just want to show you what I do. I go ahead and I put that, because ES is a market that I trade, so I put that trigger on my chart. So here we have on, on the 30-minute chart um, that 37.84 right here, all right? So, you know, I'm not going to do it on a, any of the smaller charts because it's going to scrunch my data up too close, and I like to be able to see things. So if at the time, you know, when that came out, you know, we were approaching, you know, it looked like we were a little bit more uh, you can see the cycle here. We were moving a little more quickly to the upside, but things have pretty well stalled and uh, the markets have been going uh, sideways. Uh, the reaction at the economic reports and things of earlier today have, uh, have run their course and everything's a little bit slower. But that's what I do. I want to know where I'm going. The other thing I want to show you, for those of you that do use uh, the Daniels platform. I have all of these charts connected uh, to my dashboard. So, oh, I did. <laughs> I thought I did. All right, let's go ahead and connect them. Uh, and to do that, you just click this link to quotes on each of the charts. I must have done it in the training review link to quotes, link to quotes. And so now when I want to look at the Dow, you can see there's my, that's the only drawback by just going chart to chart. Um, 
I need to I need to take that 38 uh, the 84 off of there 37.84. But here, if I just want to go through the markets, I can do that. I can change. I can look at gold. Crude. I can go here to, over here to the indices, and you know, take a look at the Russell. So, if you're if you're going through the market, you're just going to be trading uh, the alerts, and you have this kind of setup where you have your fractal charts, but each chart is the same market. You can use that. Uh, you can use that feature uh, to make things a little bit, um, to make that a little bit easier for you. Okay, all right, so we'll go back um, to the ES and let me leave this workspace. Okay, and so I'm back to my to the uh, training room view. Uh, so if you all have been looking at the four tick charts, you'll notice everything is moving a little more slowly um, than it was previously. We have this down close here uh, on the uh, on the gold, and we've got bearish separation here. So you could actually be get a better entry here than the 59. Um, Point seven. I tried for eight, didn't get. I did get a. I did get a fill. Uh, at seven, so let's just see how this plays out. my stop to break even and lock in a couple of ticks because while I was moving I didn't have the opportunity to do so all right and so out with a with a couple of ticks you know and really I, that's what I say about um, you know Michael getting those doms moved over so there was an opportunity if I was set up not in a not in an educational standpoint, but for my own, I would have probably have them next to each other because I don't need to have all the I don't need to have the monitor real estate uh, for the uh, for the go to meeting stuff. So you can see, you know, even an entry there at uh, sixty point one fifty nine. So there's 20 ticks right there. Here's the second opportunity. There wasn't the same degree of separation, but color, close, bear separation 
YBR trade. So there's two back to back with an opportunity to take, you know, 10 here, 10 here, 15 here, 15 here. Uh, over here on, on the uh, ES, uh, missed that. So be long here with YBR trade at 56. You can see that's in you know, four ticks, move your stop to break even. You've got your goal again there. So it, even if you went in at 56 and a quarter, 58 and a quarter, you've got your uh, you've got your goal here on the YBR trade. All right. So there's three opportunities right there uh, with within a few um, minutes of each other. And Casey made a comment, uh, could you swing trade? When Dwayne was talking about the uh, trading from zone to zone, could you go ahead and you know swing trades? Is that more like a swing trade than a than a day trade? And the answer is the answer is yes. The question is everybody has a different uh, level of comfort with their uh, risk, and so you know that's a decision that each trader has to make. But as far as using our method, our indicators to do so, absolutely. Uh, there, uh, Jesse. There's no. There's no uh, summary handout, three steps, color, close, separation. It's, it's, really, it's really that simple. Okay, so color on the YBR, a corresponding close. So in this case, an up close, separation is in the slingshot. Okay. Color, close, separation. Okay, so, you know, those of you who know you're looking at this, uh, Michael, I'm sure got this bounce off the BBC here. Cycle's going down too steep to take, uh, to take a trade. Okay, so no YBRs here. We just had a trend change over on the gold, so maybe we'll have an opportunity uh, to do that. Again, three, three steps. Color, close, check for your separation. Somebody help me out with another C here. I like to be CCC. <laughs> okay, color, close, clean look in the slingshot. I'm not real creative in that respect. Okay. Questions, but so yes, yeah, Jesse, the YBR is a simplified version of the of the regular setup. What uh, we have found, or what Michael has told us that he has found, is the it's an easy pullback to the BBC trade. Uh, happens most frequently, it's our highest probability uh, opportunity. And so that is what he started with in the live training room. It's what he has built the spreadsheet on, his record over the last eight years. Um, and he doesn't want to change that. Um, so that's why, you know, he's leaving that the way it is. But we do have this opportunity uh, as partners um, to learn to learn the YBR and, and utilize that ourselves. 
but, but you still you still see them you know you still see the other trades and bounce off the BBC here this is higher high higher low okay the we've got a cycle change color you know it, it's just something you have to um, you have to make a decision of what you know what you're going to what you're going to do and focus on it and the YBR trades don't happen as frequently so with Michael's role of education and teaching us how to enter exit and manage these trades over and over again with the repetition for us to learn uh, he's made the choice of the trend line and the bounce off the BBC type trades for the live training room because it, he gets more opportunities to train us on those I guess this would have been a momentum trade. Okay, while I'm looking at um, these charts, I'm also, you know, keeping in mind 3784 was the uh, was the logic alert. What does my trading plan say that I'm I'm going to trade? If I'm focused here on the four tick range chart that's where my interest would be that's where I would be taking taking my trades we can't be um, all fit we can't be all things all right here's blue on the YBR we did not get the close we have a color no 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 corresponding close we would have had to have an up close so instead we're having a down we're having a trend change so we've got this little, we've got to break the YBR price is now below the YBR. So we would be looking for the color red on the YBR for a short trade. Same here. Hit go to last. It's nice, wasn't it, guys? My probability. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, actually, after the cross, we didn't get the pull away. Oh. <laughs> it's this cross getting carried away. It's what we expect every time, time and time and time again so we didn't even need we didn't need that we uh, would have entered here would have been a trend line trade not not a regular not a momentum trade okay we didn't touch the BBC here okay now we have red on the YBR we have the down close 1860 is the place to get short if you put a buy stop a sell stop into the market you may have I'm trying to get filled Okay. 
I'm, while you're doing that, I'm putting an alert in the channel for the S&P. We're going to hedge that short alert that we put out earlier. This would be alert number 6346. Edge ES H21. And on based off the 30-minute chart, our our number to get short is gonna be 3744. Target, initial target is 3742. And the weekly trading zone is 3741-42. Okay, so I just got that in my, just got that alert in my channel. Okay. On on Telegram. So what what would I do if I'm at the computer? I'm going to go to my charts, and I am going to put that on uh, on there since I'm here on the four tick. Well, I wouldn't be. I would have the other configuration with my with my fractal charts with all all ES charts. So currently, guys, price is at 3748.75 on the S&P. You can see that right there on Valerie's chart. Then the alert as it reads. And when you become a member, of course, you have access to the alert channel. And I always make sure I get the alerts out with enough time for you to finish what you're doing. Get to your computer, put on your thinking cap, put on your trading cap, read the alert, you know, diagram it up on your chart. And then, if you're brand new, you trade it in your SIM. The entry is 37.44, down to the weekly trading zone, which is 37.41-42. When I had the charts earlier, we were above the BBC, so we identified a trade to the upside. That never triggered. Now price is below the BBC on the 30-minute. And when price is below the BBC, we look for short trades. There, right there. Now you're looking at exactly what I'm talking about. The larger time frame gives you a high level view, not as high as the daily. Think about it this way. Uh, if you go out and stand on the sidewalk in front of your house, you can see down to both ends of the street, look left, look right. That's all you can see. If you climb up on top of your house, you can probably see your whole neighborhood now. So if there's a angry band of marauders headed your way, you've got a heads up. You, you know where trouble potentially lies. And trouble just means an obstacle overhead or below, whether you're going long or going short. If your buddy had a helicopter and came and picked you up off your roof and lifted you a little bit higher, you can see your whole city from horizon to horizon. That's like a daily chart. Standing on top of your roof, that's like a 30-minute chart. 
and then standing on the sidewalk in front of your house, that's like a five-minute chart or the range chart, okay? It's always important to know what's happening in a time frame higher than you because the higher the time frame, the more important and the more reliable the information that it gives you. It lets you know what you want to do, how you want to execute on the smaller time frame. And the reason we execute in a smaller time frame, because that allows us to use less risk. So in order to go down and trigger at 37.44, this elbow is going to break here on the YBR. Now the YBR trade, that's sort of a separate trade. Once you learn the basic methodology and strategy, you're welcome to use that. She just went to a one minute and you see how different the look is. So here we come. We had said we would end today at 11, but since we're all having such a good time, we'll just stick around for a little bit longer, make sure all questions get answered. Okay, and what are we thinking as about a stop? Because this trade only has a two-point target. You can't risk more than two points. So if you're going to get in, <clears throat> most trades will have a second target, a third target, a fourth target. This is a little unusual. It's only a two-point trade. So you can't risk. If you're going to enter at 44 <clears throat> and your intention is to take profit at 42 because that's the weekly zone, then you your risk has to be 37, 46 or less. And right there, Valerie could put a stop <clears throat> at 37.46, that would be a one-to-one -one risk reward ratio. You never want to risk more than the potential profit. So on a typical alert from the entry to the weekly trading zone, that's the full profit potential. And along the way where you see potential resistance, that'll be like target number two. And the next obstacle will be target number three. And then you have the final trade to target. Your stop loss is based on that final trade to target, but you don't want to risk more than $300 per contract per trade, less when possible using the method I teach you. And once you go through the three steps, if it still requires a stop loss based on market structure of more than $300, you just pass because it'll trigger again or another market will trigger another alert will come through. So this, what was the swing low so far? 37, 42, half. And we just hit 37, 42. Good job, Valerie. Does everybody understand? But you how all can that? see. Yeah, you all could see how I continued to go down in time frame to be able 
to uh, be able to set my stop loss. Can you click your 30 minute again, real, just real quick? Okay, guys, it walked right down to the zone at 3741-42. Price is exactly 3741 right now. So if your goal is two points a day, congratulations, you're done for the day. So the idea is we teach you in the room two hours a day and then two hours in the afternoon our methodology, our strategy, how to read the chart, how to read price, how to read the indicators. And all the time, you're trading in your demo account, practicing everything you learn. You learn something every day until you, quote unquote, get it. And people always ask, well, how long will it take me to get it? You know, different people are different. It's going to take some longer than others. If you have experience trading, that could be a plus or a minus. If you've learned a lot of bad habits, that we're going to have to help you first break the habits, the bad ones, so that we can teach you good habits. If you're brand new and know absolutely nothing about trading, then we've got to teach you those basic kinds of things. This is a chart. This is a candlestick. This is how you read it. Candlesticks are a graphical representation of investor sentiment or trader sentiment whatever time frame you're looking at. Reading candlesticks goes back 400 years to uh, the Japanese rice traders. They developed the method of using candlesticks to track the price of rice, when to sell, when to buy. So it's not the last thing to come down the pike. In fact, when you become a member, we'll give you a PDF <clears throat> called The Secret Life of Candles. We're also going to give you uh, a book my friend Mark Douglas wrote, Trading in the Zone. It's an audio book. It's a legal copy. There's a lot of bootleg copies out there. <clears throat> and his widow doesn't get paid when you use one of those bootleg copies. So we, uh, Audible is a sponsor of our afternoon broadcast. And so we're able to give all of our new members a free copy of Trading in the Zone, and I want you to listen to that thing and listen to that thing until the clouds part. It's not about any trade setup or indicator or strategy. It's about what goes on between your ears. Taking two points a day out of the market, that's no big deal. Valerie just showed you. Not a big deal. It's dealing with the noise in your head, the psychology. A lot of people go, ah, I don't need a psychology. Well, Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But I know that that book changed everything for me, so much so that after I finally read it, uh, I said, I got to meet this guy. And so I tracked him down. Turned out he lived on the other side of the valley. I'm in Phoenix. He lived out on the east side of the valley. So I got a hold of him and uh, we had lunch. And the last two years of his life, we had a very good friendship. So I feel honored and blessed to have known him. He was uh, one of the good guys, the real deal. So price has now dropped to 37, we're at 37.39 right now. If we close below the weekly trading zone, and that's that rectangle area you see there on the ES chart that Valerie has, <clears throat> the next potential place for support would be the swing low of the 930 
30 minute candle and that swing low is 37, 34 and a half. So we have to wait another 13 minutes to see how this candle is going to close because remember the most likely thing to happen now that we're at the zone is consolidation. You, when we hit it before, that is consolidation, but it's wide-ranging consolidation. It's usually a lot more compact than that. But you can see that price was above the zone, below the zone, above the zone, below the zone, until price finally managed to get back above the BBC, and then we caught a move to the upside. <clears throat> so let me look through the other markets real quick. Let me take a look at crude again. Ah, crude has completed Wait. its pullback on the 30 minute chart and price is currently slightly below the BBC. So we don't want to do anything just quite yet. We want to see how price is going to behave because when price hits the BBC, that's an important price, important area. The weekly trading zones, you should think of those as fixed support and resistance. All those spots on my chart and like you see on Valerie's chart here, our traders knew Monday morning at 6.15 a.m. Eastern, they knew that if price made it all the way down to 37.41-42, anytime this week, that would potentially be good support. And we've seen it play out uh, over and over. And on crude, uh, we've got a zone below us at 52.15-20. So if we end up in a short position, that will be our trade to target. If the pullback on crude to the BBC holds, then we'll have a long opportunity up to the zone overhead. Now let me get the question. I'm get the question box back up here. Susie asks, your thoughts on trading the micro futures? Susie, when you start start in the demo account the simulator once you put together your 10 consecutive days in a row then trading the micro for a period of time that's a nice way to bridge from simulator training to live trading uh, because uh, it's one-fifth the size or one-tenth the size of the full contract in other words the s p pays 50 a point on the micro it pays five a point so you have skin in the game, but not a lot of skin. So it's a beautiful way to bridge from demo to the micro to the full size e-mini. It's a great question. Thank you. Uh, Peter says, thanks, Dwayne and Valerie. I took that and made my goal for the day. Peter, that bell's for you. Now, there's a lot of stuff in the chat box, guys questions, comments, and because it scrolls out of view, okay, after a few minutes go by. So what I will ask you to do, if you'd be so kind, if you've asked a question that did not get answered, please just copy and paste it back into the chat box and hit enter. And that will bring it back into view for us because we've still got about nine minutes left before we have to end this session. And I want to make sure that everybody's question gets answered. Now, today was an open house. If you've never taken our free trial before, you get two free trials in your lifetime, one every six months, and you got to make a decision. 
if you've burned up your free trials, I want you to get a hold of me, get a hold of Valerie. <clears throat> we'll talk with you because next week, Valerie and I are going to do a free trial, just like what we did here this morning. Okay. But it'll probably be, you know, a short version. In other words, we'll probably do this for an hour and then we'll flip over to the regular room. You've already taken the free trial twice, though. You need to call us and we'll talk to you about uh, perhaps a special offer we'll have this weekend on becoming a lifetime member. And again, I can't say that enough. We don't have any upsells. Once you purchase the CFRN passport, that's your all access pass to everything we do today and tomorrow. It's all the indicators, all the classes, the daily training, the workshops, the weekly zones, all the alerts, everything. When you have a problem and you need help, we're not going to try to sell you something else to fix your problem. We're going to tell you to book a private one-on-one -on -one mentoring session. And then you and I, or you and Valerie, or you and Michael, will meet up in a go-to meeting environment similar to this, where we can see each other's charts. And then we'll walk you through the trades you've been taking and help you pinpoint any problems or issues that you've had. Okay, Jerry asked a question. Hey, Jerry, did you set a limit order at the BBC or wait till the candle close? Which market are you talking about? Okay, and then Dan had a question about the 8 a.m. ES bar. So, Jerry, I'm not sure which trade you're talking about. And but but we we wait for those candles to close if you're talking about a time based chart the range chart allows us to yeah un, that's what i thought no we wait for the candle to close but i'll let i'll let Dwayne confirm that uh t tell me again what, what was the question we want to see a candle close before we make a determination yes okay well, if you flip to your crude, flip that to your 30, that went well here. Let me, let me just grab it for a second. No, Keith, we don't run on Sierra. No, we're not Sierra friendly. Sorry. Okay. That window of op, when I had the crude chart, I drew the window of opportunity. Okay. I stepped away from my desk, apologize. Uh, we got below the BBC. And as you recall, a few minutes ago, I drew this window of opportunity from 52.45. The bottom of the window was like 52.30. That's $150 per contract trade. And where did we find support? Right where we thought we'd find it. See this previous swing low? Look at the horizontal line on my cursor. Now, that's the first time down. Watch what happens. Price is probably going to get back above the top of that window. When I say important prices, important areas are almost always tested. There's every good possibility we'll get back above and we'll do that window again. We might do it twice, might do it three times. It's possible we only do it once. But most of the time, 
once an alert triggers, and I didn't put this in the channel as an official alert, uh, so for the record, but it did exactly what we thought it would do. $150 per contract trade. If you've earned the right to trade two contracts, then that's a $300 trade. Okay, back to you, Valerie. Uh, let's see. I don't see any additional questions, and we are coming up. We're five minutes away from the close of this room because we have to get ready for the two-hour afternoon broadcast. If you have been following CFRN and you don't come to the afternoon broadcast, you're missing a large portion. That's where we kind of bring it all together. That's where we integrate. Uh, Michael will come in. Uh, for about 15 minutes in the afternoon broadcast and just do a recap of what happened in the live training room, our regular live training room. And then I come in and spend about an hour going through the daily chart. And then every one of the alerts from the last 24 hours in painstaking detail, very granular, I go through each one, what happened and why. See, the why is really important because a lot of traders are at the mercy of the market because they don't know what's happening. And then when something happens, they don't know why that happened. There's a logical explanation for everything. And we're not the woulda, coulda, shoulda guys. We don't, you know, send out emails or put posts on Facebook or Twitter, you know, tooting our horn about something that, hey, look, you coulda got in here and you could have got out here. Now, if I'm going to post something, I post it before it happens. And if it doesn't happen, I still talk about it. I still own it because I just showed you the recap for this week on the alerts. This week, only 10% have been stopped out. A typical week is 20%. So even when you do understand what the next high probability move is, about 20% of the time, the market is going to do something other than the next high probability thing. So we don't sweep that under the carpet. We don't pretend like that never happened. No, it's important that you understand getting stopped out is as much a part of trading as breathing is a part of life. So Valerie, I'll let you wrap things up. Guys, if you want to become a CFRN member, if you want to pick up a passport, you can do two things. You can go to eminifuturestrading.com. I'll show you that website. eminifuturestrading.com. You just go there and you just click the button right here. Lifetime membership. If you have questions, if you want to do a one-on-one -on -one session, just reach out to Valerie. You can call her at this number, 949-42-E-MINI. That's 949-423-6464. Or send an email to support <clears throat> at cfrn.net. If you become a member today, then Valerie will send you out the welcome package. It's got a lot of important information in it. Okay, so don't throw that email away. Hang on to it. Because once you're a member, she's going to be sending you all of the Telegram invitations that you need 
to access the discussion group, the alert channel, the weekly trading zone channel, CTA, everything. Okay, we use Telegram. We have different channels for different things, but as a member, you have 100% access to everything we do. Anybody have any final questions? About anything. Thank you for the kind words, Caesar. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Any final questions, guys? Now, take this 30-minute break, walk the dog, make a sandwich, get another cup of coffee, and then come back and join us from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern. Not only do we stream live on YouTube during the broadcast, youtube.com slash CFRN. We've also archived over 1,600 daily shows. So every day, in the beginning, our broadcast was just a podcast. Then YouTube came along and we started you know, utilizing video. So there's podcasts that go all the way back to 2005, but 2011, I think it was. So when we started incorporating video into the afternoon broadcast. So there's 1,600 daily shows that you can watch. And the most interesting thing, I think, is if you scroll back a week, a month, a year, two years, you'll hear and see all of us saying the same things, using the same words, using the same strategy, same indicators, same underlying principle. Because the underlying principle upon which markets work never changes. Now, the market changes from day to day. One day it's up, one day it's down. Some days it's sideways. Some days it's fast, some days it's slow. We are the constant integer in the equation. Our methodology and strategy will allow you to trade any market in any time frame. And possibly even more important, our indicators will help you learn how to stay out of markets that are not suitable for trading at that moment in time. You read the, in, the indicators do a great job of putting you into high probability, low risk trade setups, but they also keep you out of markets that you shouldn't be trading. Okay. I don't see any more questions, Valerie. Thank you very much for an excellent, excellent job today. Guys, you had a real treat. So, I look forward to seeing you all in the afternoon show. Again, you can call us 949-423-6464. Send an email to support at cfrn.net. And if you burned up all your trials, just go straight to eminifuturestrading.com. Get your lifetime membership. You'll get all the information you need this afternoon. You can ask me questions over the weekend as you're getting your charts and indicators set up. And then Sunday night, 6 p.m. Eastern, that's when Globex opens. And let me just let me show you one last thing before you go. Now, when it comes to trading, most people think of trading as something that happens from 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Let me do some scrolling here. There we go. Okay. So last week, 
week 129, we had 48 alerts because there was a Monday holiday, 40 actionable, four got stopped out based on not risking more than $300 per contract per trade, less when possible. So that was 10% last week, which is not typical. What we've averaged over 130 weeks now is 20%. So Sunday night, now the time you see here is Mountain Standard. Telegram is going to read the clock on your computer. So if you're on the East Coast, it'll say East Coast. If you're on the West Coast, et cetera. So six minutes after the markets open Sunday night, our first alert hit the channel. S&P, Dow, stop out on the Russell, long on the NQ, long on crude oil, long on gold, long on silver. And sh short right here on crude, followed up by, oh, above that, there was a long on crude. So then we had a hedge to go short. Here's the long. That got satisfied. And then we had a short. We had two-sided action. Both windows of opportunity got filled. Same thing on gold and a long on the Russell. That all, everything you just saw from here up, that happened Sunday night, long before Wall Street even wakes up for the week. Okay, that's all I wanted to show you there. Thanks so much for coming, guys. If you have any questions, get a hold of us, and I'll see you all in about 30 minutes uh, when the afternoon show starts. Thanks for coming. And thank you, Valerie. My pleasure. See you all in half.